it's only 11. Hello, listeners, and welcome to a special San Francisco edition of the Pulp Diction Podcast. Joined today by impossibly first-time guests because they've recorded literally four pods with me. Sean Fentress and Brandon Daly, we're also both cousins. And we may get some intermittent commentary from my man, Billy Babis. Uh, but yeah, so one of the pods we did that died was talking about, I thought it'd be funny to do like a non-traditional lifestyle pod. And it ended up getting to something like way more deeper. We were talking about like basically life experiences and life callings. And, and Sean kind of proposed the, this topic for the pod. So Sean, what, what are we going to talk about? Frame it. Okay, I'm... Frame it. The idea was to pick up where we left off our very first of the four attempts that Zach has mentioned, um, which for whatever reason, the stars are not aligned for us to get enough quality audio to have, to release a podcast, but this is it's going to be the one because we're in fucking Brandon's bedroom studio, so this one's definitely crystal clear that, that first pot is like my greatest professional regret because there was like 40 minutes of amazing commentary it was gold we were in, we were hitting strong. <laughs> it was it was so good. good and I in can't describe what we said to anyone because it's not like something you can easily yeah. summarize and it's just like I mythically can't. gone like there's like, it's mythically gone it'll surface in decades it. yeah. it's just in the ether of like deleted files and <laughs> shitty tech but so yeah goodbye Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. So let's... so yeah, right. We're trying to refocus and pick up where we left off with callings being, I guess, the buzzword. But I know that it's so unbearably vague. But the idea of just um, how you how you navigate your life in big ways and in small ways, and sort of is it just this like habitual programming just running off, or do you feel like I like pull towards something like some people just know that they have to make music or die trying and that's just it it's the only option and I envy that kind of like clear calling types um like Zach was saying a second ago before we started recording like people who just know that they're doing what they love to do and then there's people who are just doing what they hate to do and are putting up with it (laughs) um and so yeah I'm just I think it's interesting to uh, come at come at this stuff from different angles, like the okay, I'm gonna exert my will on the universe and make uh, you know make my desires happen or whatever, make the life I want, or or you feel like you know it's all just kind of happening to you and you're in this interconnected web and you really have no control at all. Which I definitely have my days where it feels like that, and I have days where it feels more sort of like uh, you're behind the wheel. Uh, Jesus, take yeah. the wheel, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Brandon, I know when we talked about this as a topic, your gut reaction was, callings were those. And then you reflected on your life a bit, and we're like, wow, that happens all the time. Yeah, well, okay, so I think for Sean, the buzzword in, in dealing with a topic like, you know, callings is God. And for me, the buzzword that makes me, like, uncomfortable or whatever is the universe. So, like, taboo type? Just, Just, like mentally I turn off kind of and yeah. like and that's relating in a way that's like the universe is talking to me because to me saying God is is more approachable than the universe and like but it's just that's just language I no mean. no it's just semantics yeah 100% okay. yeah um but from what from what you just said in that sort of opening it seems to be the term calling splits into like 
what's imposed by your will or is it in like it's an internal thing or it's something that's like being you're being led towards you know it's like right. literally an other powerly sort of thing um and yeah when when we were talking before this podcast to me i don't think i've ever felt i didn't think at least initially upon reflecting that i'd ever felt that like being led by something way grander but then i do have the personal experience of like always writing music um and like for for no really i don't think it's based on external rewards okay, i think it's just like my brain does that so I, I and actually you... low key i didn't even want to say anything because the story i had was way too long but the other day i was tripping on acid like when we went like two months ago and i totally had a moment where i was like I don't know, I used to totally think that the universe was, like, telling me things that I had to this path and this calling, and then I just kind of, like, drifted away from that over the past couple of years. Uh-huh. And at the beach when we were tripping, I kind of had this realization that the universe is, like, not telling me anything, but it's just tell, just singing something. Yeah. You know? Not really yeah. to me. <clears throat> no, yeah, it's not personal. It's more just, like, a mirror... Or something like it. I mean, that's like when you were talking about perception is reality. Is also definitely one I would go down a rabbit hole. I would go down because I do think that's super interesting. That like, what is real if not everything you create with <laughs> your models and your labels and your judgments and your whatever? I guess I hate and your pleasures and your blah blah blah. Are we blah, recording? Like, whole can thing. I make a point? I guess I hate like, like I mean, perception is reality. Like, in many senses. Like, if all of us see a color as red, it's red, even if the thing's blue. You know what I mean? But, I don't know, I guess I hate how it's, like, used to justify, like, I'm going to dress really nice in this night out because perception is reality. I want to seem like a good person. Totally, totally. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, it can be used like, grossly. but It's like, look, like, you may seem that way for a week, but we're all going to figure out who you are in, like, you know, enough time. So, yeah, the perception was reality temporarily because we didn't know you, but... It's not reality. We're going to figure that out. Which is a perfect segue into not really like full-on diversion, but it just makes me think of the other subtopic we talked about is the radical honesty thing. And this is like meeting someone, say like romantic, significant other or a new friend or whatever. It's like you might as well be as fucking real as humanly possible because otherwise you're just sort of postponing the getting caught because like if you get close with the person they're gonna see you eventually and it's sort of that same like you dress nice to make a night it's like you're just putting it off a few years or something it's just like such a i don't know that that fucks me up that whole idea of just like definitely you gotta be so fucking hard on your sleeve you might as well be from the fucking first day because otherwise well that's just like how you like I, i think that's how you'd be totally confident in a relationship right is you feel like you've been as honest as humanly possible. Definitely. And you're yeah. still in love. And that's when it and feels the best. Yeah. Like, I'm being seen. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. Yeah, sure. totally. I think it could be hard for people to just even know what is being honest. Yeah. Know? In terms of being alone with themselves and being with other people. I think that's just... I think that's something sometimes you feel like you are being and sometimes you feel like you aren't being and it's like... It can even be hard to figure out why. You know, I totally agree. It's a whole trip onto I totally, itself. Of like, yeah, I have identity. a hard time with that. Exactly. Sure, yeah. this age too, for sure this it's age. Very, yeah. I'm sure for a lot 
I mean, like, I've, for a lot of people, probably for everyone, there's, like, a certain degree of just unconscious, like, I don't know, you just sort of hit a wall with that, where it's, like, be totally honest with yourself. It's, like, at a certain point, I'm only my, like, 10% conscious surface, like, chatterbox, and then there's, like, all of you in this, just, like, ocean beneath that of other weird, I don't know, subconscious Yeah, and what's tough is, like, it's, like, we talk about, like, oh, like, you know, it's, like, obviously it's the right idea to be really honest about something, but, like, you can try and still fuck up and just <laughs> be lying to yourself and right. catch yourself from that lie three years down the road and be like, wow, I was lying to myself for three right. years. Like, right. I, out of school, I was like, you know what I want to do? I want to get, like, a real, like, office job, like, figure out if I can hack it. And I was doing it, and it kind of all set up, and I got the job I wanted. And I was doing it for, like, six months. I'm like, you know what? This is awesome. And then it just all came crashing down around me, and I was like... This was not awesome. Yeah, you tried on the, the clothes. <laughs> you tried on the clothes that identity, and then you were like, like oh. "Does it suit? Don't fit." But which is but what's trippy is like I tried it on, and the first four months I thought it fit, and then right. just like, well, I, dude, I think sucks. I think that's going to be true for the rest of our lives, hundred percent. I think maybe in the broader strokes, you get things down. You're like, I'm a whiskey drinker, or like like little things like that, that <laughs> little mm-hmm. stones that your identity can like rest on. I take offense mm. to that. But I think what well, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Zach is a whiskey drinker. <laughs> um, Judged. But then I like um, shots fired. I, I did. I didn't mean it like <laughs> Sorry, that. I fucked up your comments. <laughs> Wait, you have to get that train of thought back. Comments no. gone now. No, Don't good. let him train the station. Um. Oh, did you snag that right out of my head? <laughs> oh my god! How could you, man? Let's let me get you, you back. You're saying the like track. you figure out shit about yourself, right? That's I like, like the subject. little stones that you can rest on. That's good. Exactly. That's yeah, real. there's those little like gradual things, but I think that's always going to be like a a thing that you shift in and out of, like being comfortable in your identity. And I think what you experienced, like imagine what like a real midlife crisis is. It's like that realization times. 50. It's like, oh shit. That's a bunch of self lies surfacing. Like, talking about radical honesty. That's what the midlife crisis is. It's sort of this, like, whoa. Who the fuck am I? You're just like in free falls. You've literally lived a routine for 25 years. And then you look at it and say, this has nothing to do with me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your kids left the house and you're like, wow, I might have fucked up like for 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) Such a dark categorization. (laughs) And then, so then, why then? And then the coping mechanism is like buy a motorcycle. It's so yeah. weird. It's like how our culture expresses that panic. Free it's like uh, twenty sports again. car. <laughs> what the fuck? Like girlfriend, half my age, sports car. <laughs> like, so so dark. <laughs> those are the little rocks, though, dude. That's like those are like the the cultural like. Uh, those come from a dark place. Those ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sean, I think the way I think the way you framed it when you sent us like a long text about this was really smart. It was like trying to discern between what is actually an external calling, something that exists outside of you and it's like coming to you versus something you just internally wanted, desired, and projected and thought was like, oh, the universe is speaking to me. I, mm-hmm. I'm a sports car person. <laughs> right, dude. A, I deserve it. There's a weird thing. That happens all the time. That's why I don't like people saying like the, the universe manifests this thing because you'll hear like 
an 18 year old white girl being like, I want the universe to manifest right, me like right. a sports car. You know, some shit like that. Right. That's a real like internet presence and real thing. Right. No, I know. I know that it's tricky to like play with the language when people can take it so the wrong way so yeah. easily with the shit we're talking about. But like, I do think it, there's some good insight in recognizing that. I mean, like, Bill knows what I'm talking about. It's very Buddhist, like, doctrine where it's just like interdependent arising like i'm here you know what i mean it's like i didn't just decide to come here with my free will it's just like i'm just here you're just where you're at in your life it's just like fucking blocks falling into place or whatever and there's just like not that much you can do about it i give that a lot of weight at the same time i do give the power of the human will a lot of weight look at all the shit we've created (laughs) like it's fucking disturbing the human will is like fucking like <laughs> destroying the planet but i mean i don't know just just that whole thing of like you are caught in this web of just like causality there's just no doubt about it your life is like kind of just going with or without you like, yeah to a certain I hear, degree i mean maybe they're just being like <clears throat> modest but in like a lot of interviews or comments i've read with like really famous successful people the ones who are like over themselves a lot will be like you know I think luck played a huge role in my life. Right. Which is really, you know, it's like the humble brag thing to say, right? It's like, no, 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 it's all luck. Like, I just, you know, just doing what I love and making millions of dollars. So modest. (laughs) But no, I mean, I put some weight in that. I I put a ton of weight in that. Yeah, Yeah, I do too. I mean, you can think of a ton of famous people and say, if this one thing had gone away, it totally could have gone. It never happens. Mm -hmm. I I think we're touching on both these topics. Like, the two being a calling or like you know complete honesty which are keep seamlessly weaving like yeah, we were talking about radical weave. honesty and you brought up starting that job and being like this is what i want and then i was like well we just totally seamlessly went back into callings you know what i mean yeah no they definitely well the thing about <clears throat> callings is like how do you know if a calling is true right Sorry, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I was. I was leaning into that. Was, that was the I exact, hijacked it. That I was, was the exact question <laughs> I wanted to ask in a much longer tangent. Like, yeah, go. The idea of a calling being manifest by something bigger than you, like, are you being? Are you just being really optimistic with yourself? And like, there's that great bit um, in True Detective. You guys both watch the show, mm-hmm. like season one, mm-hmm. where Matthew McConaughey is just like. I'm so fucking important. Me, me. You remember that scene? Yeah. And he's just like mocking everyone who believes in God or like, and I just so don't want to be who he's mocking, right. you know? Like seeing yourself is like... But he also has some cosmic like philosophy dropping in yeah. that. I don't know. I can't even... I wish I could quote it, but I haven't seen that in forever. That, uh, that season's worth a pod. It is, yeah. Oh my God, so true. I think Kev is rewatching it now. I re-watching Brother it Kev. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like adventurous blog. Yes. Sorry, what? I keep cutting you off. It's like it's just like I don't know. I guess that's like that's what faith is. You you're overcoming that voice. It's like I don't know. Am I being like? Am I just being way too optimistic? I think I'm at a stage in my life too where like optimism like that is like unattractive to me. It's not the style of thinking I'm like living with. Which is just me, I guess. It's just an honest realization <laughs> right now. So honestly. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, what do you think? Just optimism, period? Yeah, or like what? optimistic outlooks just kinda like piss me off right now. It's like what do you Maybe that's the time <laughs> we're in terms of like the state of the world. Makes me upset. 
Are you mean in the state of the world or just like no, positive like thinking? Trying to be optimistic. You, yeah. and you can like see the effort. It's not actually yeah, yeah, optimistic. I totally. like just forcing an There's so much <laughs> like weird denial of optimism darkness. Like yeah. current millennial culture. Oh, yeah. That weirdly is so pessimistic for me. I'm like, wow. Even the like happy optimistic people are faking it like, you can see right through it yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is depressing <laughs> but there, no, you can see right through everything and the people that do seem actually happy though are people that seem to be happy in this like buddhist you know quote unquote way of like happy with my life in just like a simpler way okay i'm like accepting happy. the darkness and that life is some darkness and some mundaneness and everything yeah. but like still being able to go through that and like with a like some sense of fulfillment, like happiness, and like this is my life, and I, you know, fully accept that. Yeah, I know, I feel you. Yeah, I think uh, maybe this is too mathematics. You guys can tell me to, that you don't buy this, but I feel like truth is about validation, right? And like, if I That's know something's true, like I've, I've like not proved it, but like I've looked at, it, I've examined it, and I'm like, I feel validated in this being true. Like, I agree, and it's like. I don't know, I just, with validation, it's like, it could be internal, but then, which I think is the side I on, but it's like, then you could be like selfish and narcissistic, you're like, what, you only care about your own opinion, like, everyone in the world, you're smarter than everyone, <laughs> or you could like, rely on external validation, and, be and it's like, yeah, it's like, you're a sheep, like, what, you don't, <laughs> like, it's your own life, like, you can't make this decision, so yeah, I don't know, funny. there's almost like, I almost feel like at a certain point, you have to choose, like, ultimately I'm fine being the crazy person in the room being the one person right. who thinks something and while 10 people think the other deviant or like you're just open to folding <laughs> you're like yeah. you're like you know if 10 people tell me I'm wrong I'm probably wrong yeah that's yeah, just crazy yeah yeah and like when do you stick to your guns man <laughs> yeah <laughs> some people do and they're Choose on the right side of history you know like Churchill? I, I don't know. I don't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> you, That's you, super funny. Yeah, I don't Churchill? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get it. Oh, easy don't get me started on fucking <laughs> Churchill. Uh, that movie was sick, though. The Churchill yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. I still haven't seen it. It's dope. It's they, pretty good. So it's they give him okay. like a really big fat suit, and he's just like Ooh. ripping cigars and whiskey the whole time and like saving London. Okay, so like, what is a way that you feel like a calling in, in your life, or see ways you see it? Ways I see it, way ways I'm trying to adjust my goggles to it are that basically there isn't that much of a difference between the internal and the external, which kind of goes oh, into sick. perception is reality, like. Okay, so like I'm making this up, like I'm writing the story here, but at the same time, all these things that seem sort of out of my control are like telling me things or it can be like signs or something like, you know, it's like not, you're like wrong way, do not enter because you're whatever, you're just not vibing with it. And that is, it'll, you'll sort of like feel the friction that'll push you the way you need to go. It's like kind of like, Ram Dass talks a lot about it, just sort of like people coming up to him being like, I've just fallen off the path, you know, like I haven't meditated and yeah. relapsed into my al alcoholism. And he's just like, yeah, good luck going backwards, honestly. Like, you'll feel it. Like, it, you'll suffer enough to, and to just like want to, I don't know, go back and get your living right or get your consciousness right because it'll just hurt enough. Like, 
but yeah, it looks it, like it's the external so world, there, but there's what's like, the fucking difference? It's like yeah. you are experiencing your movie like this the only one you're gonna you're gonna be in this body till it's over, yeah. like I don't know, it's just But that there's some form of like abstract feeling within that when you're relating with the outside, you either feel like I'm going with the flow and it's all good right. or I'm not. It is very go with the flow. Yeah. Like I wanna be in the path with which was totally came up in within, our first time we tried to do this conversation over the phone about just sort of like um fuck I totally just lost it mid thought it was um about fucking going with the flow um damn I'll, I'll riff off that I mean yeah you, you can and maybe <laughs> it'll, it'll come back to me maybe I'm sorry I like I don't know I almost like embrace when things aren't easier like that's not a fair way of putting it, but I kind of embrace, like, you're talking about, like, the friction certain paths take, where, right. like, you walk down it, and you're, like, just the universe is, like, clearly just, like, fucking with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like sometimes the things I'm happiest I did were when I felt that, and I was like, no, fuck it, like, I know I want this. Yeah, oh, absolutely. and I'll, I'll go a step farther with that. It can be, like, things, challenges like that, but for me, I think what I was trying to get at earlier, like, I don't always want to be the person who's, like, blissfully meditating and feeling really happy like mm-hmm. i actually don't want that to be me right now i'd mm-hmm. rather be like smoking some cigarettes and like feeling some of that tension and like right. using it in for art and stuff right i i could be that person and i like will get happiness out of like meditating and stuff like that but i don't always want to be that and that's for sure and that's you just won't. like a choice yeah like, <laughs> it's like a style of living it's not even a choice, though. I mean, even if you tried to be Mr. Happy Meditator, yeah, you would still maybe that's fucking... Too, maybe that's true, too. So that suit doesn't really fit. Which is why <laughs> I, if anything, I'm sort of rushing towards the Zen because I, like, know how it's like, oh, I know that there's plenty of the... Or I, I, don't know, I know that I'm feeling all that tension hard, yeah. and that's why it's like, please, God, fucking... <laughs> I need something to make it, I, like, a little easier, a little more spacious, or, like, yeah. definitely, like, clinging to it. I mean, no, I, I was reading, I was flipping through the book that you just like, were like, yeah, some white guy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And I was just like page hopping because those books often cater to page hopping. And um, it was just, there was a lot of like hard, some some tough love in there that was just like the the guru game and the enlightenment game and the thinking that there's something outside of you that's going to make it okay or that's going to validate or whatever is just sort of like, um, it is the same as, um, God fucking damn it. My brain, my brain is synapses are just like struggling right now. Fuck me. Sean, uh, flew in from, from, uh, LA <laughs> yeah, after still a late on like <laughs> five, took a, took six hours, hour five hours of sleep. <laughs> still on LA time. But, uh, <laughs> fuck it. I can't even like try, you know. The friction is telling yeah, me let it say, go. The universe is not. He's like, you know what? Let it go. Let it go. But oh fuck that book! God damn it! The harsh love. I do kind of have it. It's there. The tough love. Okay, okay, okay. It's it's basically he's saying that the guru game, the enlightenment game, is our sort of just not wanting to face our emptiness. That like maybe it actually is nothingness, and it's like. Often, refer- I don't know if it's from the Bible, but there's this phrase like the long dark night of the soul or something, and it's sort of just the 
spiritual concept of just that moment where like it's like nope no god no star alignment no cosmic voice telling me where to be nope it's like this is nothingness and emptiness and chaos and chemical reactions and my suffering is totally means absolutely nothing and it's like that's the long dark night of the soul and this guy in the book is just sort of saying like whatever you're clinging to um whatever zen stuff or teachers or is is sort of just like a coping mechanism with facing your own see that's what i was saying it could just, emptiness. Yeah, yeah it could just be like, but i like you got to embrace that and at the same time i don't know it's just one of the many like paradoxes that i feel like at the end of the day you have to take both sides it's like i totally agree with that and i totally agree with like i'm gonna make so much meaning out of my life i'm right. only alive once or maybe a million times but <laughs> there's no certainty to base it on which is a hilarious thing these yeah. dualities are totally self-invented totally. and it's just it does maybe it's choice or not to me it feels like choice it's like i'm just gonna have my own style and like whatever works sort of whatever mm-hmm. fits sort of is gonna be my style the way i live to, like, it flows under the thing like style not like faith in my head mm-hmm. like okay that's the way that guy's dealing with everything like Wearing a top hat and playing piano and like smoking pot—that's not me. That's just (laughs) some guy you might see. No, dude. All right, that guy's doing it well. I think like we're very concerned with what when people talk about shit like religion and external forces and callings, and we're not focused on like, you know, does it exist or not, right? So like for example, I'm not very religious at all, but like, you know, my grandfather passed away like a year ago, and there are moments where I'll like. You could say I feel his presence or maybe it's something as, you know, scientifically provable as like, oh, I, you know, I thought of a memory of him when I saw something similar and like I felt that. And it's like, you know, maybe the shit that people feel and are like, you know, that's God. Maybe that's just echoes of past memories and like dead relatives and stuff just bouncing off people in reality. And maybe that's what they feel, or maybe it is God. And it's like, the what, we're never going to figure out, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like what you were calling it. Yeah. It's right. more is like... you're saying? It's like semantics and just like yeah. how you're expressing it's that feeling. how you use exactly. it in your life. Like, that's really what matters. Which I guess it's not is based really on your like style. who's right yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, like the what is... It's how you important. manifest it in the world, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, I think it's really true. I think it's really true. And it's like a point, hopefully, we get to way quicker in general because that just just that just gets rid of so many boundaries that exist being like this is just your way if you're a fucking muslim this is your way of like expressing your tradition of expressing a very similar thing that we all want to express like mm. it's like like a semantics thing and a cultural thing but i don't know i see i very much see the point you're making yeah but it's like again with the um the exact things we've been talking about. Like, you'll think about, like, I don't know, like, like the conflict, for example, like the Israel-Palestine conflict. And it's like, you know, we can sit here and be like, well, you know, the idea that both religions really care about Jerusalem and, like, enough where they would, like, have people die all the time for it is crazy. But, you know, for the people who live there, like, that's such a foreign point as compares to the feel- things they feel. And they've been feeling since they grew up, and everyone they're yeah, close with has been feeling since they grew up. Yeah. And it's like, our reality in that situation is so different from their reality. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. It's just nuts. 
Yeah. And all that is just like, like you're looking at scientifically, but like maybe that's just conditioning, you know? Like we're conditioned to be like ethereal and the, and they're conditioned to like think about it very personally from their experiences, but I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Little break. <laughs> are we uh are we pausing this? Definitely not. I just uh roll it. Keep it rolling. Oh, um, actually, wait, real quick. Yeah, get it. Just because remember my, like, the first brain fart thing that I lost? I actually got it. Uh, okay, so what I was saying was, uh, <laughs> 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 it came out of the depth, out of the void, and hit me like a train. No, Zach was talking about how it's kind of, can be really good to take the path of friction, and I totally agree, yes. and I totally think that the comfort zone is a fucking trap. And like, you know, you're you're at your best when you are just like, whatever, being really really challenged by the universe. Um, and it was making me think of our first phone call. We were talking about, you want to go with the flow, or it's just sort of like this tightrope walking of fine line walking, where it's you you want to go with the flow. You kind of want to take the path of least resistance because that's being in harmony with your surroundings. But you also want to, you know. Uh, chase, chase yourself out of your own comfort zone, and and like you know, open doors and throw yourself curveballs and caution to the wind. Put yourself in situations yeah. that are gonna make you grow because it's like the friction is the like sandpaper that is gonna rub off all your, just like all your bullshit or whatever, all the surface stuff. Um, so anyway, I do I do totally agree. Chase the friction. It's a it's just another freaking paradox where on some level. The universe is giving you too much friction, get out or change courses. <laughs> but also just enough friction to keep freaking, you know, forcing yourself to let go constantly and like whatever, you know, forcing yourself to break break your attachments and get a little bit more free. Yeah. But Dude, I like your idea of uh it is like sandpaper like white, like scraping away like the dead skin yeah. on your personality. It's like you <laughs> like, are this sculpture of wood and there was all this weird bullshit and gnarly stuff, you just have to be like <sighs> buff it out. It's <laughs> also like like some like ego death, right? Like which I don't think like I can realistically get to, but like as little as you can care about, like your image and like yes. <laughs> opinion of others and yeah totally like let to that, that shit go I've like, got a, I've got a question for you both yes um and this is based on just like I guess a hypothetical what if I think quite possibly we're like too smart what if our calling I guess a better way of phrasing this what if our calling was to be who we were as human beings you know like a thousand years to ago to be or animals more, like to be way more I think Neanderthalish and we've just grown way too fucking smart. And now it's like, oh, you've far exceeded what you were sort of meant to be and feel that harmony. And there's nothing but friction now. Because... I, I sort of feel... I sort of... What, Bill? Thoughts? Go ahead. I mean, I, I totally resonate with what you just said. Okay, yeah. Well, I was Bill, just... I just want to fill in a belief for Bill. Bill believes that humans were at their absolute peak in what year? When? In human history. I don't know what you're talking when about. When you're always like, humans were way smarter, <laughs> it's getting way better creatures when we were sapiens, gatherers. Sapiens. Yeah, book day. Sapiens. Oh, yeah, I, I've heard of that so book. When we were foragers and hunter-gatherers before agricultural society. Yeah. Yeah, 
it's it. Our brains are actually bigger, right. and we are much more. Each individual had to know about each science, each like academic field, so much more. In like an obviously more primitive way, but you know, right, right. In it, way more real. Like, no, I vibe with can, can you tell if that's getting on there, or do we should we paraphrase for the? In case you didn't hear that, I think the idea was from, from hunter gatherer forager era of humans pre agriculture. That yeah. was the idea that like we were doing it. We were. It was better for the human race to be less developed. Yeah. Right. I mean. Right. That was sustainable, but just to get back to that was sustainable and all, but (laughs) (laughs) we would have been fine if we just stuck to that. It's far too late. (laughs) But I was just gonna say, I've got to go backwards, you know. I've gotten into this weird, which is again pretty semantical, but also very like scary, endless fractal of a conversation. But I've gotten into arguments with people that just dead end where I'm like. It's about the word natural. And I'm like, okay, I kind of think the universe is totally just lawfully unfolding. Just totally like in relation to what we've been talking about. It's just sort of like shit is just arising. And so it's like where humans are right now is exactly where humans are meant to be. Right. And you you were sort of saying like, what if the true calling was there? And I'm just like, it's evidently not that we're here. Is sort of, I guess, what I'm saying yeah. is like this is the natural like yeah, progression yeah. of our story. I mean, if natural is just like our what evolution our is supposed to be, whenever you talk about supposed to be in the past, I always feel like it just is. You know what I mean? It's right. like I was supposed to be, and you're talking about anything that's already happened. It's like, well, what happened happened, it couldn't have happened any other way. So that's what you're supposed to be. Exactly. You know and sort I mean? of you boil the, wor- the the word natural down, and I feel like there's just nothing unnatural in the entire. I can't tell you a single thing because it's happening. So it's natural. You know? But it's creating stuff that creates a lot of friction. It's to give, it sort of gives humans too much. unnatural. I mean, it's we, sort call, of too we call beaver dams our power. <laughs> Even though that's like someone fucking up their environment. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. So it's how are you zooming in on the word? Because that's obviously unnatural if you're on the level of this ecosystem. But if you're on the level of cosmic level, everything that's happening is totally fucking natural. You can't get out of it. But I think, have you ever heard of the book Ishmael? With the gorilla? The yeah. gorilla. Yeah, talks about but I haven't read it. Like, a tiger it's walking fun. around in a cage. Like, in a zoo, you can just feel that there's something really wrong. And they're just sitting in their head being like, yes. what, this doesn't make yeah. sense, this doesn't make sense. For sure. Well, I hate they're just zoos. plagued. And that's what unnatural, I feel. Right. It's like they are built for something. Mm. Over millions of years, they've been evolved to experience the world in a certain way. And when they're not experiencing in that way, there's that dissonance. Mm, yes, and totally. And that's what I feel like human society, we're not built for this, you know? In oh, some really. ways we are, of course, oh, but really. that's what unnatural perhaps would mean, is us experiencing something in a deep way that we are not built for. Totally. Yeah, and we, I think... I feel you. I feel Bill's retort there 100%, but I also vibe what you were saying, Sean. And I think there's two ways to look at that. If you're looking at what you were just talking about, like in the lens of morality, then it can be a really problematic idea. Cause mm-hmm. like something like that, like the enslavement of, of animals and shit like that. It's like, well, morally, if you look at that, it doesn't right. look good. Even if it is what's happening objectively. And like, that's all there ever could be. It's still like, well, it sucks for the animal right. or something like that. Um, but if you're looking Which at it in all the of, zooming in the context. Exactly. Because there's really nothing morally the inherent. There's no moral angle inherent in that word, I think, if you fucking like strip it. You can use it with moral undertones. You could use it ethically or you could use it biologically or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, 
I don't know. Zoomed out all the ways, I guess what I'm trying to. Yeah, you're talking about the... I'm zooming out as far as you fucking can. Yeah. And then the compulsion for humans to enslave the tiger is natural. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That is true. Okay, yeah. Zoom yeah. out. Word. But uh, there's there's also natural from like a biologic standpoint, like what your species evolved to do. So like that's where if you're using natural that way, that's where like the tiger thing, like right. that species was never supposed to be in a cage. Right. And we like it's but, crazy but to think here about. Here we are putting them in cages. Like I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but, so the like here's the event itself was natural. Yeah, and like it's maybe wrong and dissonant as fuck. Totally like that's intervening. Cool. Okay, and I vibe with that. So yeah. You, yeah, it's true. But if you think about like evolution, right? It's like kind of the natural course for animals, or like the the right. natural world. Scientists today will say that humans are off evolution. Right. Like <laughs> we no longer is, like. We no longer like reproduce based on like the best traits to human survival. Like we're like right. past. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I get that you can use it, however. But, but I feel again, like that's a pretty narrow-minded fucking faculties of evolution. Yeah. Like we're still like I don't know technology and whatever. We're AI. Like what if we accidentally make an intelligence that surpasses us? That is the human evolution. I've about that's that. what's meant to be. That's it's all natural. we're here to do is make this like computer god thing. And like two thousand like, years from now, like, like the robots activates are like... and like we're now we're pet dogs on leashes and like we fucked up. We made a better species and now we're experiencing the animal kingdom under our like bullshit tyranny and which no. is I I like got this whole idea from the author of Sapiens listening to like some interview of his. And he was like, yeah, I'm really afraid that we're going to do exactly that. We're going to accidentally make some intelligence that goes past us and we become the, like, su- submissive, whatever, species on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> or we lose our place as the top of the, of the Earth, like, animal kingdom. That actually ties into one of my uh, sub-questions I want to ask you guys. So I'm fascinated with the idea of, like, basically like diminishing need for human work so like if you think about like all the shit we have to do to run our society right there's like a certain amount of work you need and the way technology works is the better it gets the less effort you need to achieve the same end right so like whereas it took i don't know 500 people to like harvest a field of crops now it can be done by like one machine like shit like that and it's like as as technology increases and it's like just really gaining steam if anything right now the need for human work will be like much lower and like getting back to like calling like so many people find their calling in like what they do and like the most classic question you get asked by someone beyond like what's your name where are you from is like what do you do it's like what do you do for work and like what are we still rolling uh it's like if you don't work like, what is your purpose? Mm. Like, if technology takes that purpose from you, like, your purpose was your job, and you no longer have to do that because some more superior AI race or AI, you know, bots <laughs> like, can do what you can do. And they think, like, 90% of jobs can be done by a robot in theory. Like, what is your calling then? Like, what is your purpose? If I may. Yes. Yeah. It's a Japanese term, ikigai, that you may know, and it just means like the reason you wake up every morning. So it doesn't have to necessarily nice. be the, the, what you do to make a living, but if, if that reason you wake up in the morning is to spend quality time with your family, 
then that's all you need, you know? It doesn't, you don't have to necessarily do something to feel fulfilled, to feel happy, but you have to have some mission or something for, mm. for each day. Uh, I think while the, I think that while that there is a lot of value and a lot of like really um, important, good, healthy, like beautiful shit to just like taking pride in your work and just the idea of work in general, just like working towards something. But I also th think it's kind of exciting, you know, I don't know, in a certain way, maybe in a sort of naive way, but when we talk about the human labor being less required, like maybe if, if all goes well in some like utopian-ish directions, yeah. it's like... Now you can just be some altruistic motherfuckers. You can just work to relieve other people's suffering because you're not caught in, like, capitalist, like, I'm trying to work my way up and get a yeah. promotion and earn for my family and put food on That would be so much better table. for so many and people. And it's like, God, if you didn't have the money trip, like, this endless fucking rat race thing, like, it would be yeah. dope. People could start making the scene really utopia. beautiful and, like, let's, let's fix the environment because <laughs> now we have time to do that. Like, we got so much time, y'all. Let's start working together and loving each other and fucking... Let's heal this shit up. We made a mess. Let's heal it. That like I hope That's robots. So cool. <laughs> I hope robots taking jobs goes that direction. Yeah. Well, what like it doesn't, dude. It, that it doesn't go that direction. Right. Which is what I think we're saying. Like In if a you're saying what what natural is is just like a self evident truth. Like what has happened happened, which I think is very true. Like it's like the Kurt Vonnegut way to look at shit. It's like. That's, that's how it happened. No attachments to anything. It just it just was. Mm -hmm. um, it's just nihilism, though. You know, it's a form of nihilism. I'm not trying to look at it like that. I'm just trying to look at it like human beings seem to have been the same sort of way throughout human history. Okay. And the way history manifests itself physically is just, you know, causal to how we are programmed. So even if we fucking got rid of all jobs... I think human beings have just as much tendency to destroy than they have to like nourish or mm -hmm. something like that. Absolutely. And it's always going to be that. Absolutely. And maybe a utopia would come, but then it would fall. You know, it's like right. it just always I think will the, be the such. pendulum swings <laughs> yeah. eternally for sure. But I think it's kind of cool that at least it's pretty clear that like we're at a really dark swing of the pendulum and it could it's probably not done. Like, I don't think we're at the darkest or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, whatever, with Trump or whatever, with Earth being, like, kill me. <laughs> like, whatever, you name it, whatever. We got some crazy shit going down, and so I think it is hopeful that, like, at least the fucking pendulum is in this really dark end of it, and, like, that implies hard a hard, equally, like, yin-yang swing the other way, and if we can just not, like, nuclear winter, like, game over, then we would get through there and, like, at least have, you know, I don't know, some good times before it swung yeah. back and was like, Satan! <laughs> yeah, dude, I think hope is such, like, a contagious thing that, like, a generation can ride on or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just, like, an ethos that exists in a certain time. Right. And right now, it's not just not positive. And right. but it could it be, as a whole thing, it could be, yeah. It creates the opposite response. Like, yeah, it's such does. a freaking, like, Newtonian does. equal and opposite reaction for everything. Yeah. For every force or whatever. Totally. Like, I was, I watched Very Dave Chappelle's Star Wars. News. Sith Jedi kind of thing. Oh, nice. Which is basically like a vehicle for like Buddhist type shit, right? Totally. George Lucas is getting some Eastern wisdom out with all the Force stuff. For sure. 
No doubt. Yoda is a sage little monk. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, so I watched the Dave Chappelle special. This is very kind of these times specific. And he, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Me too. Talked about a ton of different shit. I haven't seen it. One well, of the things he two, talked right? about is like yeah, he gets shit cool. because he like made his SNL monologue where it was like, you know, it, I think his closing point on Trump was like, if he gives us a chance, like I wish him luck or something. No, he, well, he just, he said, yeah, what do you say? He said, give him a chance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's like, especially he's like, I regret saying that. Yeah. It's just hilarious. <laughs> but um, the point I was gonna make is, he really like in Dave Chappelle fashion, like ties it together nicely at the end. He's like, one of the things he says, I think I got this quote right. He's like, I have never felt more American than when we're all bashing this dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's such like has, a nice unity, you know, among people. Exactly. And he has a pendulum sort of point too of like we're totally if we as long as we get on the other end, you know, like. We're gonna, in this unison against this guy, we're gonna promote it in such positive energy, like yeah. on the other end. So, yeah, yeah it's a, I mean, yeah, I agree. Because there's the need to heal, because <laughs> there's all this trauma. <laughs> so it's like, now we're about to get our healing game off. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, I can't even, the government can't even like fund itself right now. Like, Congress, shut if you look down. at it, has one job, and they failed at that job. Like, we're literally shut down. It's a joke. Whatever. It's transparent. We've left callings a long time ago. <laughs> yes. <but> that's alright. <laughs> callings. Politics is like the farthest point from callings. <laughs> what about you, here? Zach? How, do, you, do you see callings in your life and in what way? It's a good question. Yeah, we're going to approach so, yeah, the wrap like, up. I, I was making this point like, I don't know, I claim a lot of, I mean, I'm not going to, so I was praising the people who say like luck plays a huge role in your life because it's like a very humble response and very like, accepting of the fact that you know maybe they got where they're going for you know it wasn't all you dude. it wasn't all me that i sorted the top yeah but like i just tend to think like i have a ton of agency in most situations and like i don't use that in like a you know like airy way i try to use it in like a it's my responsibility to make sure things are the way they right. should be kind of way so like responsible yeah so like you yeah, know when i was like one of the things we talked about it's like when i was at that job I felt it was really hard to quit because I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I felt like I had to. And like I would, I really wanted to quit. And I would just like run into this wall, this friction of like, you know, just not being able to because it was so daunting to leave that. Into the void. Yeah, but I'm so happy I like pushed through that. And I was like, no, fuck this. I want to. Yeah. So like, I don't know if I have, like I definitely have things that I'll either all at once or slowly realize I need to change, need to pursue, need to get after. But and, and it is sort of the signs that get you there, right? Would you yeah. say it's sort of like life events and whatnot? And well, yeah. I mean, experiential. Well, all I know is that I get there, right? I get right. to points where I'm very decisively like, I need to do this thing. And right. it's like your thing is an internal external. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely have moments where like, it'll be either a complete shift or like, I need to go here. And I don't know, I guess I feel like so many of the times I feel called to do that, there's a ton of friction to get there. So yeah. I don't even know if it's a calling, mm -hmm. right? Like, there'll be shit like, I don't know, like I really want to play soccer in college and like, worked really hard for it 
And I tried out, and I did not make the team. And I was like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. Then, like, so much. three days later, the coach was like, hey, we got, like, <laughs> maybe one more spot. You were close. Like, you want to come to practice for a day and see? I was like, all right. And that's how I got on the team. Like, that. Yeah. Teensy, like. The window. <laughs> like, the door is open. Ten, nine, eight. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, so much friction there. Well, I think that's just a testament to that calling is not this, like, binary path for all of us. There's not like one mm-hmm. way that we're all gonna. It's not, there's not this destiny waiting for us. It's like whatever, however the universe unfolds, like we're gonna adjust whatever our calling is accordingly, right? Like if you hadn't made the soccer team, your calling would have shifted. Much different. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Dude, I wish it was more simple though. I think that's what I love about like Hodor and like simple stories <laughs> like that. You like like hero stories. It's like Hodor had one fucking job, man, and he did it. He had a talo, like, is it talos or telos? It's a Greek word. It's like, you have an end. Mm. You have, like, a thing you're geared towards, sort of. Uh, the one-armed man like, or whatever. The most, act, like, a, like a, a pencil's talos is to fucking write. Mm-hmm. It's mad simple, you know? But for human, I wish it was that simple. Purpose, yeah. Yeah. And it's something you can distill it into, like, a mantra or something, you know, something simpler for yourself, which is helpful, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be good at guitar. But mm. it obviously takes so many forms and like, you know, it's never that simple. But I wish it was. <laughs> that would be so much better. Yeah, man, for sure. Should we wrap this baby up? I think um, we should. Yeah, what, uh, what's our time at? We're about 50 minutes. It's 11.55. We started at like 11. Swag. Should we do uh, closing, closing shots? Yeah, what, what do we got? Um... No solid conclusions on my end. <laughs> More questions than answers. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you know. Such a put on the spot. Sean, what did you learn today? <laughs> um, no, absolutely nothing, but it is cathartic to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Things hmm. we could talk like this for like 30 days straight for three hours. And I feel like we'd know... I would be less confident in what I believed about the world if we did that. Like, I'm positive. I don't think I would. No, I would be more. I'd be more. I think we would just hone some insights. I'd be like, this is what I want. Yeah. This is what I want to fucking do. I'm going to manifest it. <laughs> I had this conversation every night for 30 nights. I'd be like, what the fuck do you want, Sean? <laughs> Get it! Yeah. I mean that's the bard is part, you. really. You, that's yeah. the wall I hit when I'm like, okay, I'm done with all this like visioning. I'm gonna sit in my room for an hour and just see the life yeah. in to pull it out of the void. I'm like, well, you want to be in a band or whatever. Or you want people to make music with, like, pull them out of yeah. the fucking void. And like, I did experiment with some of that shit, and like, and I did start playing music with some dudes. It was like, okay, but then it's like, <laughs> I mean, I just exerted my will in the universe. Maybe I didn't pull it out of the void. Yeah. But I don't know. It's both. It's both. both, exactly. What's the difference is the, like, dead end. But the hardest part is if I'm down with the fact that I can do that, then it's like, what do you want? That's the wall I hit. I'm like, what do I want? Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing. (laughs) To be free of the rebirth death. (laughs) Let's go enlightenment. Just aim high. Might as well. Full on enlightenment. That's the thing that I really think will help your identity. That's why I think this age is hard. And I think once you fucking pick something, your identity has a big stone to fucking rub. You know what I mean? It's like, 
this is what I want. I can really hang my coat on this and like fucking go for it. Yeah. One goal. Even that this is the same thing I was just saying five seconds ago. Like something mm-hmm. concrete to be like, this is what I want. Boom. Let's like, let's go now. Go hard, yeah. Now there's just a path to go towards. Go hard. We need that. We're still just stupid I people. Like, I feel like you have to be okay with like, like I feel like I always feel a lot better about what I'm doing if I'm okay with it ending totally shitty. Yes. Like, like if I like start down a path, I'm like, you know what? Even if this completely blows up my face, I know I had to do this. I feel much better about it. And I think that's how you avoid the like we were joking about the like midlife crisis. Where you're like, <laughs> yeah. buy the sports. What are you doing with the sports car? It was like something like that. Like you basically oh, yeah. like. Oh yeah, yeah. You just like, think that's your calling because you're coping with <laughs> facing your emptiness, and you you have no identity. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I feel like if I was, like, I might well be, like, 45, 50 and be like, wow, I fucked up for 25 years. But at least if I can be, like, go back and be like, you know what? I'm fine with, you know, most of what I chose to do. Right. I'd feel a lot better about not but knowing shit. But the fear of that regret is what makes me want to, I think it's a healthy, like, makes me want to check in with myself now. Like, do you feel like you're where you're supposed to be? Yeah? Okay, good. Then we're fine kind of feel like you you ended up here all right yeah okay we're good which i do feel like for the most part in life i'm like yeah yeah no yeah i love my friends i love my family everything's good it's whatever you know but you just have to check in and be like am i fucking living a lie like i don't know (laughs) you gotta do it sometimes gotta be real all right brandon you got anything oh i just think it's hard to be content for that's that's what i was trying i think that's the first thing i was saying it's hard to be content when i do that when i have that self-check-in always want more it's just like that's the trip. Always have that's the trip for that's me. The karma, yes, right now. Just gotta run that shit off. Yeah, so it's just like that wheel keeps spinning in the sand. I don't know when I'll look up and just be like, I mean, I have many moments. Of course, of being like, I love this. All I'm so happy for this, but then there's so many moments, equal amount of moments. Where I'm like, no, <laughs> there's somewhere else too. Like, let's go there. <laughs> totally. Continue exploring. Yeah, like, totally. Just on myself. If only. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like dreams. Got to get the best like seat that. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Every seat is the best seat, man. Yeah. All right, should we wrap? Wrap it. That, uh, that'll do it for this pod. Hopefully it was enjoyable. Certainly unlike all the other ones I've done. Um, keep your head up because this exact crew will be reviewing uh, Brandon's new album, Boy on a Hill, yes, that indeed. is I've listened to and is delightful. I'm excited for the masses to listen to. Um, we're gonna go in depth. Yeah, we're going in depth. <laughs> yeah. I've got notes. On we're my skipping own all the album. surface stuff. So, I have yeah. so yeah, exactly. I had so many notes for the first pod, and I didn't bring any of them. I can supply the notes for this. One. <laughs> I have my notes. We'll, we'll figure it out. Anyway, keep your eyes oh, open yeah. for that one. Um, enjoy this one. Check out the other stuff I've done, which is fun. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us a platform, Zach. Yes, yeah, Pulse Diction Pop. To talk about shit. Peace What's out, it for, if not this? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks. <laughs>